Broadcasting live from Hartford, Connecticut, it's the Hartford Yacht Code Radio Show. Featuring smooth music and conversation you are sure to love. Joining us today in studio is DJ Eric from the Hartford Yacht Code. Say hi, Eric. Hey. Turn down the music. Also making her debut, special guest... DJ Cass. Hello, hello. Well, it's good to have you guys all here, all three of us. The three amigos in the studio. It's been a while since we've even all been around each other. Yeah, since Miami. Miami, that's right. Let me just uh, take care of some music stuff here. Cass, turn you up. Let's see if I can transition to some smooth backing talk. How are we doing? Good. So yeah, I mean it's been it's been quite a while since we've all been in the same room together. We took off some time, uh, took off some time from uh, doing any DJing over the month of January. But uh, now and then we started doing. I started doing this thing because I was impatient. I didn't want to wait for you guys, and I <laughs> I just did a show by myself. And uh, now we're all. At first it was me, and, then it was me and Eric. Now it's the three of us. Yeah. So, uh, so welcome, Cass. Thank uh, you. you. I guess just to introduce you, um, when, what's your uh, what's your story with Yacht Rock? What, what, My Yacht and, Rock and, origin and, 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 story. Yeah, I want to beat that to death. <laughs> I want to beat origin stories. Uh-huh. Those superhero movies make a lot of money, uh-huh. and we and I think I think we're gonna get paid a lot for this podcast. I think so. so. I hope so. So uh, um, to do that right, we need origin stories. All right. Well, I, I believe it was the serious radio station. Uh, I was staying with my brother and sister-in-law in Niantic, a uh, very yachty town. Um, and they were listening to that station a lot. And I started searching Yacht Rock, and I ran to the YouTube videos for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think I posted one on Facebook, and that prompted our discussion oh. of the YouTube series. Oh, man. Yeah. So- I mean, it goes back. I didn't know that. I forgot. That's probably... You're right. So we owe them thanks for that as well. Oh, tons. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, so now, I mean, obviously, we were doing DJing and then mm-hmm. uh, managed to go on that fun trip. And then now we're starting to do some in-studio recording uh, and trying to act professional. And we'll <laughs> see what happens. Uh, it's too bad we didn't start earlier. Because I think on our trip to Miami, oh. if we had had uh, the ability to record while we were in Florida, uh, we, we spent most of the time talking about a lot of stuff anyways. So Yeah, I mean, poolside. Oh, pool, poolside yeah. chatter. Yeah, that would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, remember our, uh, we came up with movie ideas? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, Some were horribly driven, I think, by too many beers. Oh, I think yeah. some I don't, of them were pretty awful. I, I don't think so. Eric. No, I think it was a great idea. <laughs> I think the best one was our, we said we got to bring back the uh, body switch movies like yes. Freaky Friday yes. and vice versa or Dream a Little Dream. Yeah, precisely. But we like we were in Miami and we're like, all right, so it will be like the, a high def movie, like My- Michael Mann's Miami Vice, mm-hmm. you know, everything's, but, and then it's in Miami, it's in Florida or something, you know, like it's a hot club and <laughs> looks just like that. And it's some promotional events going down there and there are two celebrities at the bar uh, who just happened to be there for for separate things, and it's Lenny Kravitz and Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yes. right? Oh, now I remember. <laughs> All right, yeah, this is great. All right, All right. so then, sorry. So <laughs> S- Steve Buscemi and uh, 
and uh, Lenny Kravitz yeah. are hanging out. We didn't work out how, it but, but they're in a car or something, and something happens, and then wham, bam, mm-hmm. they do the body switch. I feel like it might be like a weird piece of jewelry that Lenny Kravitz would find on the, oh, in like a beach shop a, or that, something. I like that idea. I don't know. A puka, a puka necklace. But then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. but it's cursed. <laughs> yes. But then because it's so real, they never, it's like, it never gets goofy and it's like, mm-hmm. they, they're like, they, like the realities of what that would mean mm-hmm. with like their family lives, with their careers and how to juggle. And so we came up with all these And it was like how of, Steve Buscemi doesn't want to go back. Steve he Buscemi doesn't really, Lenny yeah, and Lenny Kravitz is sort of like, well, Steve Buscemi gets a lot of work, but and and then all the mm-hmm. all he like it's like Steve Buscemi and Lenny Kravitz is like you have to go do my parts or else I'm gonna lose this job yeah. and then he's trying and and but then it's Steve Buscemi but he's acting like Lenny Kravitz and then Lenny Kravitz is acting like Steve Buscemi <laughs> and it's just nothing really <laughs> but then I think the, the then the second act would be that because they're like trying to figure out how to what, what the heck's going on uh-huh. and they're trying to figure out how to rebuild their lives in this situation that it starts being like when the tabloids where it's like best buddies yeah. odd couple Steve Buscemi yeah. and Lenny Kravitz are best friends stars they're just like us yeah and then and then someone says hey uh, they, they seem like a good duo let's give them a TV talk show yes. like the Lenny and Steve show and yeah. so then it becomes like yeah. and, it, and, and everyone's I like oh man it. it's so weird how like you would think like Steve Buscemi's all sort of like laid back and cool kind of and then Lenny Kravitz is sort of a little more uptight you're like wow it's almost like their personalities yeah. are the opposite way. and, and then yeah. But then we never thought of a third act, and we were kind of drunk. So. Oh man, you could you could go so many places with this. I always hate the way those movies, the, the way they end. I hate the way those movies oh, end. Like I, just, always... I can't stand. They tack on some ending. It's always a lesson on it's, how, or, like, oh, maybe you don't have it easier. They than bring I in do. some other plot point. Yeah, that is just like blah, 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 but that, this has yeah. nothing really. And to I do think it with. should be called "Are You Gonna Go My Way." Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm on that on board with that, but. Uh, so, anyways, that, that's the type of stuff we talked about in Miami. Um, <laughs> that's what, what you missed out on. <laughs> what are we talking about today? So, when we first started talking about doing a show, um, Cass and Eric sent some ideas over on uh, through messaging. And because this is the first time you are, we're all three together, we're going to use your ideas. And so, uh, we'll see how that goes. If it, you know, maybe you guys uh, really have a future in the entertainment industry (laughs) (laughs) i know i don't (laughs) uh so but before we get into any of these uh show talky ideas why don't uh why don't we head on to some music start start the show off right and by the way it's a happy valentine's day show there's gonna be a lot of love on this show um i think it's gonna be released after valentine's day but it'll be in the theme of valentine's day so all you lovers snuggle up out there and uh Let's listen to some songs about love. Or stalking. That's right. Thank you. 
Ooh. Hey, we're back. How's everybody doing? What do you think about those songs there? You guys like them? Yeah, they're great. Super funky. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if the first one was really yacht rock, but was, I think we're, when we put these play these songs, we're like, these are songs maybe we would submit if there was still a yacht or not, not yeah, a like yacht, that. you know. That's and uh, some are more than others. So that anyways, that first one was doesn't anyone anybody want to hear a love song? Good for Valentine's. Reminded me of the movie Car Wash. Oh yeah. So that's uh, that's by Thomas quote quote marks Coke. Escovito. That's the greatest <laughs> fucking name. And that's off his 77 album, Disco Fantasy. Huh, I wonder what his hobbies were. Well, I think, so he grew up in, uh, he was a percussionist, grew up in L.A., I believe, a uh, fa- whole family of musicians, and he was a uh, pretty pretty serious, like, jazz, Latin jazz percussionist. I think it probably, probably is talking about the drink. He probably likes soft drinks, I think, yeah. I, no, I mean, you, obviously, you, you know, but... I, <laughs> So, uh, anyways, on, on that song, let's see. Um, so he actually played with Santana through a lot of the 70s, uh, doing a bunch of Latin jazz, and then he made a couple solo albums. This was his final solo album called Disco Fantasy, um, and he did the percussion on it. Um, it's not Polino da Costa. He plays on everything, but... Uh, Harvey Mason was on drums, and that dude plays on everything. He played with Loggins, George Benson, and is just like a you know a legend studio drummer. And he made his own albums. And you know, Harvey Mason is a major dude. Uh, Herbie Hancock's bassist Paul Jackson was on bass, uh, which makes sense. He's a bassist. And uh, Hugh McCracken on guitar, another session dude. <laughs> That's that's not his real name. Uh, yeah, Hugh McCracken. He plays. He played on uh, Gaucho. Let's show, show, show some respect. Um, <laughs> Linda Tillery on vocals, who has an insane amount of credits for back, background vocals. Uh, he she did stuff in production through the seventies, eighties, nineties, and two thousands. So that was that, and then uh, moved on to "Love Ain't Easy" by Eloise Law. Eloise, Eloise Laws from the All in Time album from 1982 and her whole family with Hubert, Ronnie, and Deborah Laws all are musicians um, that was written by Bunny Hill who also wrote songs for Sea Wind Angela Bofill, Stacy Ladislaw and uh, <laughs> Penny Hill or no Sea Wind the band Sea Wind oh Bunny Hill oh. oh Bunny Hill her name's Bunny Hill not not Benny Hill uh, if it was if it was Benny Hill there's a lot would, of scantily clad be... nurses involved <laughs> Yeah, uh, but but Bunny Hill, not Benny Hill, <laughs> wrote "New Attitude," the song for Patti LaBelle off the Beverly Ooh. Hills Cop soundtrack. So, nice. oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's a pretty good that. song. Uh, that song uh, "Love Ain't Easy, Easy" featured Charles Icarus Johnson, who also played with Pages and Nielsen Pearson, and is always on Twitter. Uh, sound like a fart. Um, <laughs> it was, he's always on Twitter uh, doing political stuff, and actually, I posted this song on Twitter. And he wrote back saying, "Oh man, I totally forgot I ever recorded that that song. That album. <laughs> That's awesome." He goes, it, it, "It's not available anywhere." He goes, "It must have cost a lot." And I'm like, "Yeah, it costs like three dollars to get." But you know, he wrote back, and he's a nice guy. Uh, but he's always posting political stuff, which is fine on Twitter. People do that. Um, let's see. So yeah, you like uh, you like sitting around listening to the music a little more than 
being out DJing or do you like being out DJing, Cass, uh, more hmm. than sitting around in the basement? God, I don't know. I think this time of year, yeah. I like doing this better. Right. Um, you know, if you're by a pool DJing or, if, yes, you know, yeah. it just, winter's tough to DJ Yacht Rock. It just yeah. doesn't feel right. I don't know if people, many people would even come to the shows if we did uh. one in, in February. I don't know. They, but, uh, they come to the pool, though. They would come of to the pool. Course. Yeah. We'll go ice skating. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you freeloaders, there's a free pool and some free yeah. drinks. Yeah. You'll have every Tom, Dick, and Harry in town showing up for sure. So um, so let's move on to um, you know, the show. Um, now, one of the things is that when I said, hey, let's let's do this, you wrote back and said, what about like superlatives? Like, you know, who's the mm-hmm. best dad in Yacht Rock? Who's yeah. like stuff like that? And then one of the things you mentioned was like, who's the best kisser? Something I think about a lot. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> I had never until you actually said that thought of who would be the best kisser in Yacht Rock. I feel like it's something we would discuss just all getting together and drinking <laughs> beers, basically. Yeah. It would just always it, come down to something. We never have, like but that. we may have in a different um, parallel universe. But. <gasps> But um, things of that nature, you know, who's the, so I don't know. I was like thinking, okay, so what would be a good way to discuss uh, who in Yacht Rock is the best kisser? And of course, being Valentine's Day, it's totally appropriate to have this discussion. And I was like, well, how would that work? If Would it be like all people who, all the musicians who play on Yacht Rock would go to like an international competition? How would that be judged? <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't even want to think about it. It was giving me a headache. And then I thought, well, you know what we could do? That's all we, I love doing is... Uh, we could do a fantasy draft. We could do a fantasy draft and draft teams of who of yacht rock personnel who we think are the best kissers. Okay, it's like uh, a virtual kissing booth, right? And I gave you, I gave you, uh, you know, the list of the uh, names of all the big yacht rock personnel. Mm-hmm. And I think we we talked about this beforehand when we we came up with a draft order. Um, so I think Cass or who, who's picking first? Cass, are you picking first or Eric? Uh, picking first? Cass, I believe. Yeah, you is want, it me? I thought it was ladies you. first. Oh, your big show. Right. Okay, ladies. so I like that. Cass gets like the that. first pick. All right. We're gonna do five rounds, mm-hmm. and I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick. Our, we're gonna each pick a team. We're gonna put those teams on Twitter and let the Twitter friends vote as to who has the best squad <laughs> of kissing <laughs> yacht rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right, so uh, All right. I think we're we're Cass. Uh, we're going to start round one, okay. and you're going to be on the clock. Uh, and so we're we're start right now. So let's see who 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 is the number one pick in the draft for you? Okay, I was between a few, but I decided ultimately I'm going to go with Boz Skaggs. Oh, damn, um, oh, hello. I mean, have oh, you damn. seen that way the way that man holds a cigarette between his lips? That's like I mean, a first round surprise. He's sexy. I would be surprised that you might catch a certain disease because I think he kisses a lot. I'm okay with that. Right. It's worth it. it nothing antibiotics could Boz Skaggs number one pick. Surprise! Let's the order's being all thrown out. It's going to throw off the whole order. So, Eric, second pick is yours. Well, actually, a lot of people thought I was going to pick Mr. Gino Vanelli. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Mr. Vanelli. Yes. I think he's smoking, smoking hot, <laughs> hot <laughs> Canadian guy. But I, I think for my my first pick, mm-hmm. I need to pick Mr. Bill Bounty. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think these Ooh. are uh, these are emotional picks. I feel like um, 
I just feel but, like Bill would be sad. You know, it'd be like it'd be you know, a sad kiss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. I, 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 I don't. Re- I, I'm. I'm like, not sure. Maybe. This sounds awful. <laughs> All right. I'm a sad guy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to cheer him up? Yeah. I, Aww, I think that's sweet. Two negatives make a positive. Yeah. You well, know. You know. Maybe maybe your team will. Uh, maybe there's something I don't know. All right. So I'm third pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 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 first round pick. I think anyone who listens to the show knows where this is probably going to go. For my first pick in the first round, uh-huh. Mr. Roger Vaduris. Yes, oh. yes. All right, round two. That's solid. There, there are some people people falling, sliding down in this draft. All right, All Cass, right. Your, round two begins. Oh, God, I don't know. I'm so between two right now. You know what? Gino. Oh, you suck. Oh, I was totally oh. taking You know, and I was going to I was going to choose him first, but I gave him All to right. you. And you know what? You missed out. You I snooze, got, you yep, lose. I got Bill a bounty. All right, Eric, uh, you're pick number 2. All right. Second my, round. My second second one. I am definitely going to go with Quincy Mother F and oh, Jones. That's a good pick. Yeah, he's oh, loaded. Man. I may have... And he's smooth, you know? Oh, yeah. He oh, probably yeah. kisses nice and slow yeah. and deep. Plus, he's good for, like, I don't know. I don't know. 400 Plus, you could sue him for, like, sexual <laughs> yeah. harassment or something. You know, in drafts, usually there's, like, before the draft begins, there's a consensus who are the top picks. Mm-hmm. And all the experts agree on it. And yeah. it usually goes by that. I think if this had happened, yeah. the experts would be freaking out because <laughs> we're going into the third round. And Or actually, no. This is still, all right. My pick is this, this uh-huh. is the sixth pick. Last pick of the second round. Um, I'm going with who probably I thought was going to be number one, Michael McDonald. Oh my God! Mm. Oh no way! The beard. Well, the beard. that's going to be a really prickly kiss. I don't know. I, don't I just know. think he's, he's such a big name that uh, I, I don't think he can fall. But I, yeah. yet again, I, I'm I, you know he kisses really sweet. You know, like butterfly kisses, like you know, little <laughs> sweet been, little kisses. He's been married to Amy Holland for a long time. He's so doing he, something he right. Doing something. <laughs> this is true. All right, round three. All right, I, this was originally going to be my first pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny Loggins, duh, Kenny, oh, duh. Okay. Good, good pick, good pick. And I'm going to go with a younger Loggins because now he's looking a little stretched. He's gotten a little, a little work done. He's got a Kenny Rogers vibe. Um, so yeah, but you know what? I still wouldn't. Kick him out for eating crackers. Uh, this background music fiasco. That's the magic of tapes. I love it. Some sax work. All right. Is it, who's, is, is it your pick now, Eric? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? My third round pick, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little freaky on y'all. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm going for Brothers. Oh, which brothers? The brothers Johnson. I knew it. Yes. Brothers Johnson. They are so. Oh, man. They and you get two for the price of one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. There's a couple different brothers you could actually involve in this draft. Um, but the, yeah, I want those two. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that came out really fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Um, all right. So, my final pick of the third round. There's a couple people who are available. Um, I have to pick quick here. So who am I going to go with? Oh, I think I know. Mr. Ray Parker Jr. Oh, that's a good one. Wow. He cheats a lot, or he sings about cheating a lot. (laughs) 
and he's played with everybody, so you know he's you're catching something. Yeah. You're, <laughs> well, you know, he's just listen, a good time. You have Boz Skaggs. Come on. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> right. I'm not worried about that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, this is the four, this is going fast. I'm this draft. Out. This draft is going fast. Drafts drafts are stressful. They're fun but stressful. Oh man. All right. I'm gonna go Michael Franks. Oh, I feel like Michael Franks oh, like that's creepy. I feel like oh. afterwards you'd probably like you probably whisper. couldn't leave that house for like a he week. Whisper in your ear. That <laughs> yeah. was a good kiss. He would do things that like you just I don't think you could tell another human being about. <laughs> but it would be awesome. <laughs> like, He's been married for a long time too, so uh, I don't know. I, th- I guess you know he's doing something right. Yeah, All right. This um, is true. Well, we have some interesting picks going. As you get into later rounds, it gets more difficult to choose. Uh, no, not to... this next one. Oh, like, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. That sounds like locked in. All right. yeah, I'm locked in on this next one. I've loved them ever since early 80s, before I even knew what Yacht Rock was, the band Mr. Mr. Oh. Mr. Richard Page. Richard wow. Page gets drafted. The hair. It's the hair. Yeah. That, that mullet. Man, it was awesome. You know, hair doesn't kiss, Eric. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Um, I feel like there's some some superstar players who have fallen in this draft already, and so I'm picking. That. Is it the end of round four? Yeah, I believe so. There's a lot of good talent left out there, so I am gonna go and get a a value pick here with uh, Donald Fagan. Oh wow! I think he's you know. I don't, I don't know if I'm off base, but I'm, I'm going for it. Donald Fagan. I think a lot of uh, a lot of people like Donald Fagan. All right. He has that intelligence and sardonic wit. <laughs> <laughs> These are all the thinking man picks, you yeah, know. Yeah. I'm gonna go purely for just his look. Is uh, Peter Allen? Oh, I was gonna take Peter Allen. He looks like a kind of guy. I mean, he's gonna take you to the nicest restaurant. He <laughs> definitely has a boat. I don't know if it's a yacht. Well, Peter Allen, for he, sure. he's, he, he's kissed. He has a double. He he is you know he was married to Liza Vanelli, so he's kissed women, and also he was you know he, he had a, boy, a boyfriend as well. Exactly. So he's both sides, and he he, yeah. uh, he has a lot more experience. So that's a kiss, a, that's with it. kissing. In like basketball, well, like, like two, there's like two way players, like mm-hmm. offense defense players who play both. You know, do both. And so Peter Allen is a good pick. Versatile. Versatile. I, I like, like it. That. I was I was gonna take Peter. And Allen. he has that bougie like rich boy look to him you know does that affect kissing uh, yeah. yeah the All look right. every i don't know <laughs> whatever <laughs> it looks like he smells good <laughs> i think so i think we're gonna do five rounds but then we're gonna do an okay. alternate in case anyone gets hurt oh god so we'll do it all right so uh your your turn yeah my next one listen i read the i read the book the oh. guy the guy's past is just littered with just rock and roll awesomeness Mm -hmm. like i'm a guitar player i wish i was as good as him i want to be like him and god i wish i could party like this man mr steve lukather nice yeah gotta take him okay i think uh plus at like 4 a.m in la he'd probably be a shit ton of fun to hang out with. oh yeah steve lukather blocked us on twitter by the way Eh, well you know maybe this will bring him back what are you gonna do Switching the background music. 
All right, so we got some big players still left on the board here. Um, Christopher Cross is still on the board. Al, Al Jarreau. <laughs> uh, Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Kimball still on the board. I'm not taking any of these. Uh, you know who's still on the board? Who's an interesting choice? Jeff Skunk Baxter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and But uh, I think for my pick here, I'm going with, in line with what Eric picked from Toto, I'm te- tempted to go Steve Percaro because I think people think he's cute. Uh, I think I'm going Jeff Percaro. Jeff, Jeff Percaro. He has rhythm. The ri- <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go like Walter Becker or something, you know? <laughs> no. No, I already took uh, Donald Fagan. So, what we, so we got five rounds one, two, three, four, five. So now, if any of these, these kissers can't make it, we can get an alternate. Mm-hmm. So, who would your alternate be? My alternate would also be my next pick, uh, David Foster. Oh, really? Yeah. The Canadian. He's got that daddy energy. He's, he's uh, Silver McPhee. Fox. Yeah, he's he's a very um, he's well put together older man. All right, that's your alternate. Yeah. And then there's some there's some really strong players still on the board uh, as Eric looks to get his late round alternate pick. So many good ones. Bobby Caldwell. Are you going with him? I don't know, but then... I thought James you'd go with Jarreau for some you reason. You think Jane, James Ingram, you know? Mm-hmm. Listen, he's just because he wrote Yamo B there, you know, I bet you he's one heck of a kisser. All right, you going with James no, Ingram? No, no, oh, right. no. I'm going to steal one from you, and I know you were taking this. Really? Jim Photoglow. Oh, no, no, that, that, that was my poison pill. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your alternate... No, I had a special, um, I had a special, there was someone I had on here who I was like, that would be a perfect alternate. Um, someone who already, are one, already we know uses lips a lot. And it's not just one person. It's the Brecker brothers. Oh. <laughs> Randy and, and the other one, I forget his other one's name. But uh, that's two, that's two, that's two. Uh, so who, what, are, what are the teams? So Cass is Boz Skaggs, uh, Gino Vanelli, Kenny Loggins, Michael Franks, and Peter Allen. Peter mm-hmm. Allen, and then David Foster. Eric is Bill LeBounty, the Brothers Johnson, <laughs> so uh, Quincy Jones, Richard Page, and Jim Photoglow. And then I have the best team in Roger Vaduris, Ray Parker Jr., Michael McDonald. Jeff Procaro and Donald Fagan with the Brecker Brothers, which could pretty much be the most amazing band ever to be as, as well. But uh, cool. Well, uh, I think we're all winners. I think uh, <laughs> I think in the spirit of Valentine's Day, we, the, the love, uh, the, the God of Cupid or whatever Cupid is came and, and really uh, blessed this this kissing draft, our first <laughs> annual kissing draft. Thanks for uh, listening, and uh, we're going to go and play a little more music now, and we'll be back with some other... And by the way, remember, let's remind everyone, this was Cass's idea. <laughs> so, so, you're uh, welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm so, still mad you took pause. You hey. know? Sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a minute, everybody.
everybody so I, i've been we have this ongoing discussion about playing songs that people know and i guess the first song we played there was my attempt to play a song people know <laughs> by brooklyn dreams and it's fallen in love i guess it's not really very uh that well known but when we play that show someone always comes up and be like oh my god i know that song i love that song. i've heard that forever i love that song so that's uh That was Brooklyn Dreams with Fallen in Love uh, off their Won't Let Go album from 1980. It was written by Bruce Sedano, uh, who was actually married to Donna Summer and uh, wrote that song Bad Girls. Oh, score. Oh, yeah. So you can sort of hear the uh, connection. Well, not really, but he's a good songwriter. Talented man and Brooklyn Dreams, that, especially that, that, that Won't Let Go album, is pretty darn good. Uh, that was followed up by something that's a, a slightly more obscure Uh, it's that was James Allen Brewer as Jimmy Thudpucker from <laughs> what from oh, of course it was from oh. the, uh, the I think 1978 album Jimmy Thudpucker's Greatest Hits, which was a Doom Doonesbury comic strip spinoff album. So Doonesbury was this is, is this comic strip that's kind of like. I don't really get it's it. It's very dry, very it's pol yeah. adult. Politically. Politica. It was the so, one you'd skip over in the Sunday comics when I you were sure a kid, did. like Mary Worth. Um, yeah, but yeah. there was one character called Jimmy Thudpucker who I guess was sort of a cross between like Jackson Brown and someone said like Bob Dylan and mm -hmm. uh, John Denver. But anyway, so apparently for whatever reason, this was popular in the 70s, probably like in those later episodes of MASH era, I'm thinking, oh, yeah. you know, like... And... Uh, so they had a TV special about him and um, in, you know, cartoon wise and all of the songs that he was doing. So that song is, I don't know my love. Now, now some of those songs are actually available on YouTube. Uh, there's a song called Ginny's song. That's pretty, well, it's not widely known, but that's like the best known one from that obscure album. This song, I don't know my love. It's not anywhere. It's nowhere on online. <laughs> This is it. We're, we're, we've done it. And uh, so it was Jimmy Thudpucker with the Walden West rhythm section. 
The Walden West rhythm section was made up in reality of Jay Graydon, Jeff Percaro, Bill Champlin, David Foster, and Steve Lukather. Oh my God! So and a few <laughs> and other players. So that was just that whole album. It, it goes between kind of like that Jackson Brownie type sounds, and then a couple songs that are pretty pretty fun and yachty. It's still early, like it's 1978, so it's not like going crazy with the smoothness but it does have some stuff where you can definitely hear i think on that song i could hear what i think were steve lukather guitar licks going on through that one and the reason why they call it the walden west is apparently because in dunesbury the main character michael dunesbury went to it's like i guess he went to like prep school and then went to walden college which is uh, which is actually stands for yale mm-hmm. so it's supposed to be yale which is a, exists in a town a city south of hartford that I'm not fond of <laughs> uh, for a number of reasons. So like, yeah, in Doonesbury, I tried to read about it and just kind of gave me a headache. I'm like, I never really got the, like those comic strips, like Mary Worth or Rex yeah, Morgan, yeah. like maybe back in the 60s or 70s before like all the, the media we have today, it makes sense. You're reading your paper, you see the funnies, then you have sort of this ongoing story. Maybe you get it, you sort of, you know, it's just kind of nice, mm-hmm. to, but like, I just don't. I never got them as a kid. I'm like, no. and I felt like they were elitist, and like they, it's like they they have their own story, and like I don't know what it is. And, and, and it, like it, it wasn't even a strip, wasn't it? In a circle? That no, was family circle. Family circle. Let's not talk Let's anymore th- about family sorry. circles. Yeah, we gotta hold off. It. We gotta hold it's off on just families. The worst. That's the whole worst. Oh God, I hated it. But yeah. Doonesbury, actually, the creator Gary Trudeau was married to Jane, Jane Pauley. Yeah, I saw her speak at my cousin's college graduation. Oh really? But that—that's neither here nor there. Oh, but uh, it's I a did, nice little side note. I did find that Doonesbury always felt a little smug, very al- pretentious, al- along with Mary Worth, Rex Morgan, MD, yeah. Gil, Gil Thorpe, and the rest. Oh yes, we could <laughs> but, like have a whole separate yeah. show based on comic strips. But that we I hate. did love Hager the Horrible. Well, oh, uh, comic strips are it's fine. Good, yeah. I just didn't like the ones where I'm like, "What is this?" Yeah, it was too <laughs> but, highbrow uh, for like Sunday morning <laughs> coffee. I uh, and this whole discussion leads into something which is that yet again when we said what show do you want to do both eric and Cass oh, wrote it and said uh i want to write about yacht rock <laughs> i don't like and i was like i was remember reading that i'd be like well we are hosting a yacht rock podcast so if you're going to talk about yacht rock songs you don't like that could be a little interesting uh and, and, and interesting is a kind word for it but i have to tell you something my mind was changed when i was online one night and I saw this post, and I don't remember. I haven't been able to find it, and I don't know if it was a dream. I don't think it was, but it was someone posted something from the British author Thomas Hardy, and I tried to find the quote, and I can't find the quote. But it was either from Far from the Madding Crowd or Tessa the the Umbervilles. I've never read either of those. My dad was a Brit lit teacher, but I, I, I you, were, you rebelled and yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> so it kind of goes like this: all the objects in the world absorb light and reflect light what we see from every single object is only what gets reflected out it's only what gets rejected Mm -hmm. and just like human beings we can absorb (laughs) things and take things in (laughs) but what really actually defines our character is what we reject wow it's deep it's deep real deep I think uh-huh. it's, I also think it's kind of BS because we all say, "Oh, I like rock, yacht rock. I like mm-hmm. take cassette tapes," and Thomas Hardy would say, "Well, that doesn't define you because it's just what you like." So I, I, yeah, I call BS on Thomas Hardy. However, yeah. I think he's, I think Thomas Hardy's a bullshitter. However, I still think it's a good idea. 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so it's talking about what we don't like, uh, well, we may uh, trigger some people who, because... <laughs> um, to me, I think that's the best way to get to know someone. To, to, to know what and they And that's don't the like. best way to bond. It's not what you share, share. that you like. It's what you It's hate. what you both hate. Yeah. I mean, think about no. your relationships with your friends and with your significant others. Yeah. Generally, you share things that you hate yeah. more. Yeah, did you see what <laughs> you know? Or at least I do. Or, did you see what know. Jill John Johnny's son, son was wearing the other day? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That Jill John Johnny son, you know. God damn, damn <laughs> <laughs> um, So, but we we also have a tendency to go off to course and to go too aggressive with it with the <laughs> anger, and so we need to get a governor to sort of keep us back. Mm-hmm. And to tell us if we're being reasonable. So yet again, reached out to Yacht Rock Twitter, and our friend Lauren was kind enough to say she'll call in, listen to our complaints about what Yacht Rock songs we don't like, oh, and tell us if we're being reasonable or if we're just or if we're being unreasonable, and to and to give it up. She's a good judge. I She's think. a good judge. So yeah. okay. So we're gonna do a hard cut, and then hopefully have Lauren calling in, and uh, you know talk about what we don't like, and I, I guess. We're going negative. Talking about politics, going negative. I mean, you know, SoundCloud, this is only being broadcast on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. uh, And I think they have exclusive rights. They're paying us over, I think it's $10,000 an episode to do these. Uh, So we need to... Wait, wait. Where's all that money go? For our next trip. (laughs) So, but but old man, old man McGillicuddy over at uh, SoundCloud has been... You know, reading us the riot act that our ratings aren't high enough. So in order to get better ratings, we got to go negative. Yeah, you got to. So that's why we're bringing Lauren in and we're going to be back in just one second and we'll start that conversation. Ooh, hey, we're back and uh, we have on the phone Lauren. Hi. Hey. hey now, now you're you're you've been a Yacht Rock fan for quite a while. You're uh, um, I've been a Yacht Rock fan since before. Yacht Rock was even a thing. Wow! Before huh. I even knew what it was called, it's always been my favorite type of music. And you know, you're you're uh, is, what's the Babylon Sisters? Uh, oh, I am part of the Babylon Sisterhood. Yes. That's that's impressive. Founding member, one oh, of the founding wow. members. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, the reason why we have you on today, uh, all the way from the land of Twitter. Actually, we we've met you in real life a number of yes, times. Yes, we are. So we, we're like, we're friends, friends. And, we're f- friends in real life. So. Yeah. But uh, we we thought okay why don't we have you want come on uh, as we're going we're going negative for for the sake of ratings <laughs> and talking about yacht rock we don't like and uh, okay. so I think this was uh, to start it off I think we're gonna start with a uh, cast so what, right. what's the yacht rock song you do not like I'm gonna keep it really short and sweet uh, Georgie Porgy um, oh, Toto Toto yeah I know I, it's too repetitive. Is it because it's you like hear it a too much? no? The the chorus oh, it's yes. just so monotonous. Maybe it's a visceral reaction. I don't know, but I don't care for the song. Yeah. yeah. Well. So it. what about the verses? I think the verses are pretty good. They're all right. It's just so I it's don't the know. Cor- it's the chorus that sends. Oh, the sets chorus you off. just. I, I, Georgie, Georgie, oh God, I am just yeah. mad even I, hearing you sing I hear, it. I hear that a lot <laughs> on uh, discussions about yacht rock, especially yeah. with the serious radio. They're like, oh my god! They're playing that song five yep. times like every hour, and they they get sick of it. And it's always on it's too. Always on. Yeah. Um. So, Lauren. Yeah. You're 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 the queen bee here. You uh you let Cass know is she is she reasonable in her 
in her dislike, or is she being right. somewhat unreasonable? Well, I have to say that Georgie Porgy is one of my favorite Toto songs. <gasps> oh, God, I'm sorry. So, sorry, Cass. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry. So sorry. Oh, for, for Cheryl God. Lynn is a goddess. I'm glad I didn't and bring this up at the I, Toto like, concert. It's, it's it's like a sexy song. It's got a sexy beat. I like it. All right. All right. I'll, I'll accept it. I like the sexy beat, too, actually. Yeah. Right? So, in, so let's let's talk about songs that don't have a sexy beat. And I'm going to move on to the one that I chose. <laughs> Unsexy beat. Yeah. And I'm just going to start. I'm going to try to play it just for just, just a second here. Let me see. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. You can fix it in post. I can see. hopefully fix this in post. <laughs> All right. We got it. Here we go. Let's go back to the beginning. There you go. Okay, I'm gonna stop it right there. Oh. All right, so here, here's here. Let me start off. First off, that fl- that horn flourish at the beginning is annoying. It's just like, and I was like, I don't like that at all. Then, once that piano part com- comes in, the ding 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 ding, it's actually like they took what a fool the what a fool believes riff that everyone loves that is like a staple of yacht rock and inverted it. Oh. So I'm like, it's an abomination of. The main yacht rock riff, and then they go. It's like ding, 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 ding. And it goes bronk, and there's this dis, disharm, disharm, yeah. and, disharm, like it's, it's a flat, it's like, yeah, it's like a flat, yeah, yeah. It's, like a tur- it's a turd in the punch bowl, yeah, big old right? fart to start it off. So, so, so then it then it gets going, and it's just like it has, and it, it sort of plods along. It plods, it plods, and then you get to the chorus, and there's these harmonies on the chorus that really are just. There's like an interval above, and they stay the same interval. And there's some amazing harmony vocals in Yacht Rock. Nothing You Can Do About It is not one from Airplay. By the way, that's the song I'm doing. Nothing You Can Do About It by Airplay. I can't stand that song. And the in the verse, it's almost just like they're showing off. Like, oh, we can do it just because we can. We can do these fancy intervals. And then at the end of the chorus, it goes into this another long horn flourish. And... It's just like the whole song, and I love Jay Graydon. Dave Foster, you know, he's done good stuff, uh, but I love Jay Graydon. But that song just annoys the hell out of me. It plods. And then even the lyrics are horrible. Like the lyrics are just like, they're creepy. Like if you were in the grocery store and saw David Foster and Jay Graydon in their airplay gear across the way, (laughs) and like, then like, you know, all of a sudden, like, they're following you around, and then you're at home. You're unpacking your grocery. Then there's David Foster at the back door. I think there's, you just directed. There's the Jay Graydon at the front Get door. D- J- David Foster's in your kitchen. Oh God, I wish. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's like it's creepy. So I, th- I find it to be uh, lyrically unsettling, and just the whole song just to be an exercise in showing off. So, <laughs> Lauren. Am I yeah. being am I being reasonable in my criticism? All right, I fucking hate. Oh, are we allowed to swear on this show? It doesn't matter. If it's going to be nationally syndicated, probably not. But I, I hate to say this because that song has like, a, it means a lot to me since it was the first bone throw ever on the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast. Yeah. And like it kind of was like the Pandora's box, like that opened to make me become like a music person. Mm. But dude, you have like a super compelling argument and. Um. Yeah, I have. To, I would have to agree with you, Dave. Oh, sweet. All right. It does Pretty sound terrible. like it could be the opening of a 
like 1980s children's show, mm. like today's special. Ooh. Yeah. God. Can you see t- like, can yes. you just see that playing over yeah. the today's special? Or like it could be like yeah. an offshoot of today's special starring Sam the security man. Yes. Yes. I think it's just Precisely. like an abomination of it. I think it takes everything great about yacht rock and like turns it into an abomination. It's like the it's whole, like an unholy yacht. It's like six 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 of yacht yeah, rock. And I mean yeah. no, normally exactly. Normally <laughs> yeah. you would say that's like Jimmy Buffett. Wow. But uh that's wow. what that so all right, cool. So then, last up, we got Eric. With, I, I, he has a whole thing. Yeah, this 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 is like Eric's about to go off. Well, I'm not going to go off. It's just I, I come from a punk rock background, you know. I oh, that's boy, yeah. that, that's my like what I love. I love that anti-establishment kind of thing. Back in the '80s, that's what I loved. And this song, I always just it got under my skin. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because it was on a company used it in Connecticut for a Harley Davidson dealership. And I, you'd hear it all the time and it was just annoying as all get out. And I know he's beloved. Everybody loves him. He won four Grammy awards in 1981, which is never has it's unprecedented until 2020, which we're living in now. It's Mr. Christopher Cross's ride like the wind. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I, this song gets under my skin like no other, and I don't know what it is. I think it's just like milk toast kind of, like the way he delivers the song. Like there's so much great stuff that happened in that era, like in 1980. This was recorded in 1979. Uh, basically, it was you know, "Ride Like the Wind" got to number twelve, which is very very respectable. "Sailing" number one for that year. And it was just, it was just, it won all these accolades. It won all kinds of, it won the Grammys, like I said before. It it won just a whole, I did research on this. This is how much I, I just, I'm going to flip the page here. It won uh, the four Grammys, like I said. It won an Academy Award. He won an Academy Award for, in that for era, Arthur, Arthur's, Arthur's theme, theme right? It's not right like the wind. No, I know, but this, this it's the whole, like... <laughs> the whole Christopher Cross thing? The Christopher thing. Cross thing. So, just fake, gets, so you just don't like Christopher Cross, I don't do like Christopher Cross, because <gasps> oh, he's like, a, he's he like establishment, you know? Oh. Like, that era for me was Dead Kennedys. That kind of thing, Jello you know? Biafra? <laughs> yeah. His name is Jello. <laughs> it was fighting against the system, right? So, and then this guy, Christopher Cross, comes along. Like I said, this milk toast guy is just like so, just like, oh, everybody loved him. He's so nice. I know he's so nice, but that's not what I want to hear from my Yacht Rock. He posted you know? pictures of my dog on. For, oh, for, my just, God. For, God. It's still my well, heart. Just, just think about this now, guys. In that same year, 1979. Yeah. Mr. Boz Skaggs recorded Middleman album, okay? The Middleman mm, album. Right. That's basically like Toto light, you know? Well, I mean... Toto dirty, whatever you want to call it. I it, think Christopher Cross's debut is miles better than Middleman. Oh, wow. I think, yeah, but... Have, the, you, have you ever listened to his debut all the way through? And I can't. So, I've listened to some, and I just, you know... Yeah, I mean... We've all heard the sailing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But then the song that I love the best about his career for Christopher Cross, Never Be the Same, yeah. which was oh, also yeah. the last... Like out that that charted for him. Oh, I think I'll write charted after that, but I, you know, probably from that album. From that yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. From that album. So like, it'll never be the same. So after, well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm being. I just maybe I can't. So it's particularly so ride like the wind though. But ride that's like the, the one wind that offends you the most. It does offend okay. me the most. In, yes. In yacht rock discussions, there's that term crossfire, which is like most yacht rock is based around kind of that R and B jazz sort of. 
uh, maybe even a little disco-y funk thrown into it, and and then there's you know songs about being sad. That that in fools, that's kind of a big sure. You, and then but then Christopher Cross is his own thing. It's more it's more uh, like with singer songwriter with and it's a lot of times guitar driven. Yeah. yeah. And that's that crossfire type, uh, like David. Um, Oh man, the dude from Canada. I'm gonna have to fix this in post. Uh, you guys don't know. I don't know. No. I don't know what you. I don't, I don't know. Wh- I don't know where you're going with. Ty- this. Type in "Boys of Autumn" on All the right. phone. But yeah, go on about him, and we'll get his name. Yeah. So basically, Crossfire. It, it's different than every, all the rest of the yacht rock, and I guess that's why uh, maybe you just don't respond to it. At the same time. Um, Christopher Cross was always sort of positive about things. He always, Maybe that's what I don't like. Yeah. You know, I like the negative <laughs> thing. I like the whole sad loser song and, you know. Hence the Bill of Bounty The pick. Bill of Bounty right. is my um, favorite. You know, David that's, Roberts. Says David, yeah, like David Roberts. Two first names. Is, is, uh, my grandfather. Yeah, David Roberts is uh, kind of that crossfire sound as well. Uh, but enough of that. So, Lauren, do you think that Eric has a point in his dislike. I am 100% Team Eric. I can't stand that song. I cannot stand it. Uh, That song is like a 46-year-old orthodontist who buys a Harley Davidson. (laughs) Right around the back roads on the weekends. It's corny. And yeah, 100% Team Eric. Wow. There you go. Well, you know, uh, there was a cover by Taka Boom, who's Shaka Khan's sister, that's more disco-y and it has a lot of more, you know, uh, energy to it. You that for, I like. You like you like the so it's not the it's it, no, song. It's, it's more the, del- it's the delivery. It's yeah. That's that's it's got no backbeat. It's, it's got too white. no. It's Just got say, no like groove. The guitar solo. It's, the guitar yeah. solo yeah. is great. You but know. the well, whole rest you know, of it, it just doesn't do anything for me. In my, in my research, now I did research this. In my research, I found out that in 1970, you know. Christopher Cross was pretty much a, he was a great blues musician in San Antonio, Texas. I guess Deep Purple was opening up their, their tour in San Antonio. Richie Blackmore got ill and he actually played guitar with Deep Purple on their first American gig. I don't know if it's true. It can't be confirmed, but you know, it's pretty cool. So I give the guy respect. I I really, I, I like, he should have just stayed a blues musician. Maybe it would have been better for the music world. What you don't like reveals what you don't want the world to see in you as well. Oh, so like you God, don't want people looking at you and being like, oh, there's Eric. <laughs> He's sort of just milk toast and boring. And uh, and there's Cass. Boy, mm. she just never stops. Just again and again and again wow. and again. Wow. And then with me, it's like, you oh, there, like all my there's, there's Dave. <laughs> He's just, he just shows off and he's all, you know, I'm technical. I'm, I'm Mr. Dave. I can figure this stuff, you know. And so... Uh, huh. I can I, like I can do this just because I can. I can make this nothing you can do about it song. Uh, so maybe that I mean maybe that's kind of what it really says about. Uh, Plus he beat out Pink Floyd's you know Dark Side of the Moon. No, he that's... beat the Wall, the Wall, not Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon was way earlier than that. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Dark Side. Well, I mean, all right, Pink Floyd. The Wall. It was like a I thought it was like a Kiss album. I didn't like the Wall very much. I thought it was dumb. Don't hate on Kiss. But uh, you know, after the, after that Christopher Cross <laughs> album, don't forget two two years later, Toto four won all these uh, best Grammys, and then the year after that, Michael Jackson, and the year after that was Lionel Richie. So in a way, you could say Christopher Cross's album, although before that, minute by minute won some Grammys too, but still Christopher Cross opened the door 
to allow some other yacht. You're not going to change my mind, Dave. I know you're not going to. You, <laughs> you're not. Well, how about yeah. this? You want to go see? I like the 46 year old orthodontist buys yeah. a Harley analogy. Oh, yeah, it's so perfect. But, yeah. but hold on, hold on. Who wants to go see Christopher Cross in New York in a few months playing the entire first album? I do. I do. I just want to go to New York, uh, but I have seen no. Christopher Cross before, and it was a great show. Oh, Eric? I'll hang out with you, it, Lauren. We can go drink. It was lovely. <laughs> We can go hang out. We, we'll wait for them to get out Dude, of the gig. I am going B.A. Yeah. Baracus on. I'm drugging you. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm going to give you some milk. You're going to wake up in the concert. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Yeah. A bunch of smelly but middle-aged listen, guys. Listen. <laughs> on that note, hey, we're going to end, start to end the show. Uh, thanks, Cass, for being on your first show here with us. Yeah. Thanks uh, Lauren, for thanks for you me. for calling in. It's great to hear yeah. from you again. I was glad to be on this segment because I love Yacht Rock and I love complaining about things. <laughs> well, that's perfect. Like. Excellent. And um, <laughs> so the final song we're going to do, I think I, we might head off to Trivia at Flora, maybe. We might do that. Or we might just go jump in the hot tub. I'm not really sure what we're doing after this one. Maybe you should come up here sometime, Lauren, and hang out. We'll go out after one of these these recordings. I love sessions. flora and hot tubs. Bing, bang, so. boom. Let's do there both. Hey. Done and done. Yeah. But so we're going to finish with a song and we're going to play something from the average white band from the 1980s Shine album. It's written by Bill Champlin, who was not picked in the uh, the draft, the kissing draft. Ladies, he's still single. Um, <laughs> but it was produced by David Foster, who was, who was picked. It has uh, Polina DaCosta on it. Uh, drummer Steve Ferrone, who also played on the uh, Sesame Street album on that sharing song with Ernie and Cookie Monster. <laughs> so you know it's a classic. But <laughs> this song is for you, for love. Happy Valentine's Day uh, weekend-ish, everybody. Thanks for listening to episode three. Uh, hopefully we'll be back with episode four if we don't get uh, trashed for all our negativity. Talk to you later. Say bye, say bye everybody. Practice safe sex, bye. everybody. <laughs> bye. Love has finally come my way You fill my every day With love I think I'll stay around So why?